Good morning, and welcome to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and we're so glad to greet all of you who are listening on WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. here in Chicago, and all who are watching our live stream on YouTube and Facebook at Catholic Chicago. At Catholic Charities, when we talk about accompanying clients on their journey to greater self-sufficiency, our West Regional Office plays a vital role in fulfilling that mission in Cook County. As one of our six regional offices, our West Regional Office serves a large geographic area, and they network with parishes and schools and municipalities to provide a social safety net for people in need. Michael J. Waters is director of Catholic Charities West Regional Office, and he joins me today to talk about all the programs and services that he supervises in service to people in need. Welcome, Mike. Thank you, Katie. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for being here today. Can you share with our listeners uh, what the communities are included are in, in Catholic Charities West Region? Sure. Our uh, West Region office in Cicero serves 32 suburbs in West Cook County, basically from I-55 on the south to about Grand Avenue on the north. And where is your regional office located? Just so in case anybody listening today uh, in your region uh, could, could use a benefit from Catholic Charities programs and services. We're at 1400 South Austin Boulevard in Cicero. And uh, the phone number for our office is 708-222-1491. And what are the most common concerns, Mike, that clients are coming to the West Regional Office for assistance for in recent weeks and months? Uh, right now, especially during the pandemic, uh, most of the requests we get are for financial assistance, help with rent and utilities. Uh, we also get a lot of inquiries about food programs, uh, the food pantry, our supper program, and clothing. Um, as I said, that's been especially true during the pandemic when a lot of people uh, have suffered the economic impact of uh, of the pandemic. Uh, we also get a lot of inquiries in our Cicero office about our uh, immigration program as well. And right when the pandemic started, Mike, you started a very well-organized distribution of pre-packed free meals on Tuesdays from St. Francis of Rome School in Cicero. Uh, is that still going this fall? And how did that distribution work? Uh, yes, it's going, it's going very well. So uh, I moved to our Cicero office about a year and a half ago. And uh, one of our priorities at that time was to start a weekly supper program similar to what we have at a number of our other offices. Uh, the pandemic came along, forced us to put those plans on hold. In October, we decided we want to move ahead anyway. And so we're doing a, a, a drive-through distribution of pre-packed hot meals uh, once a week. Uh, we've been giving away 125 meals a week, um, and it's going very well, uh, thanks to the support of St. Francis Jerome Parish. Um, and uh, we hope to move indoors for a seated congregate meal as soon as circumstances allow, uh, hopefully before the uh, winter sets in. You also worked with the Clyde Park District to have a curbside pickup of meals on Mondays during the summer. And then you also did a pop-up food pantry with St. Mary of Chestakova in Cicero. Um, these food distributions require, you know, large volunteer assistance component. Uh, would you like to give a shout out to some of the parishes and the schools and neighbors who've partnered with you to make these events happen, Mike? Oh, sure. We'd, I'd love to. Um, we... The parishes in the West Suburbs have been a wonderful source of support for us. Uh, in the early stages of the pandemic, when 
our food pantry demand tripled. You, you may recall that uh, it was hard to find certain grocery items on the shelves. And we had the same trouble uh, finding enough food for our food pantry. So, um, you know, and this at a time when, when our demand was way up, uh, a number of uh, parishes did food drives for us. St. Louis Parish and St. Vincent Ferrer, which are both in River Forest, uh, did drive-through food drives for us, which were very innovative and very, uh, very helpful. A number of other parishes and schools also did food drives, and those helped us uh, keep our food pantry shelves stocked at a time when we really needed it. Uh, we're also always trying to get more fruits and vegetables for our food pantry, so we decide, decided to start our own vegetable garden at the Cicero office, and the Knights of Columbus from Ascension Parish in, in uh, Oak Park built the beds for our garden and hauled all the dirt in and filled them. Um, and then we have a separate group of volunteers uh, who planted and tend and harvest the garden. So that's been a wonderful uh, source of uh, fresh vegetables for our food pantry. Uh, St. Mary Parish in Riverside is a monthly sponsor of our supper program uh, and does regular food drives for us. They do a coat drive every winter. Uh, I mentioned St. Francis of Rome and Cicero, which is across the street from our office. Uh, they're kind of a home away from home for us. They they host our supper program and our annual health fairs, and uh, they hosted a pop-up produce distribution event last September. And they've also been a wonderful source of volunteers for our programs. Uh, you know, there are just so many examples of, of uh, ways in which we partner with parishes. I could, could go on forever, but... Uh, they're a wonderful source of support for us, and we couldn't do what we do uh, without them. That creative effort by the Knights of Columbus was especially uh, inspiring. That it's uh, it reminded me of Midwest farming, right? That that if the uh, products aren't going to be in our grocery stores, we're just going to grow them, and we're going to find a way to grow them. And they did that in your uh, in the back of your Cicero office. Am I right? Isn't that where the gardening beds are? Yeah, yeah, it's in our backyard. Um, we, uh, our office is a former uh, convent, and so we have some property. We have a bit of a, a bit of a yard, uh, and so we have seven raised beds there where uh, we have volunteers who are growing vegetables. They've been doing it in stages. They planted some early crops that we've already harvested, um, and because our um, uh, our clientele is largely Latinx, uh, the volunteers have been trying to to plant. Uh, culturally appropriate vegetables as well. So that's been wonderful. After the pandemic is long gone, Mike, I can't help but think that that story in particular will be in the West Regional Office history. Am I right? Yeah, we're very proud of that initiative. Um, uh, it was an initiative one of our regional board members uh, really uh, helped conceive and, and has gotten behind. And she's been one of the uh, regular volunteers who has been helping tend the garden. So it's just it's a wonderful example of everybody working together uh, to to help further the mission of Catholic Charities. And how is your food pantry doing now? I know some of the other regions were experiencing for a while two and three times the number of clients coming to the food pantry, many of whom who had never needed assistance before. How are you seeing the uh, the crowds or, or the, the the number of clients in your food pantry now and and your shelf stocking? Is it has it um, alleviate been alleviated some, Mike? Yeah, we've uh, we no longer have problems really stocking the shelves, so that's good. And that was for the first few months of the pandemic. Uh, but yes, we like many other food pantries 
uh, in Catholic Charities and elsewhere, we saw a dramatic increase when the pandemic first started. You may recall that everything shut down on a weekend in March of 2020. And uh, that Monday morning, we literally had a line wrapped around the corner waiting to get into our food pantry. Uh, our demand tripled for the first two or three months of the pandemic. It has leveled off a little bit. Um, we're still ahead of where we normally would be in terms of clients served, but um, it's down closer to normal levels. Um, many of these were first time clients, like you said. These, uh, uh, you know, Cicero is a working class community. A lot of folks there are in um, service industry types of jobs, restaurants, hotels, that kind of thing. So they were immediately affected by the pandemic. Um, you know, a lot of these are, you know, these are good, hardworking people, but so many of them just live paycheck to paycheck. And for people like that, uh, one or two missed paychecks can be disastrous. It can put them into a hole that they have a really hard time digging out of. And so uh, they turn to our food pantry, uh, many of them for the first time, uh, you know, getting $100 worth of food, uh, which they might get for a family of four. That means that's $100 now that they have available to, to spend on on rent or, or transportation, and so uh, it's a big help for them. Sounds like you've done a tremendous job filling that critical need. Um, we're going to take a break here on The Voice of Charity, and when we return, we're going to continue to talk with Michael J. Waters about the West Regional Office of Catholic Charities. Please stay tuned. The 2021 AIDS 5K Run and Walk is back in Chicago, and Catholic Charities is gathering a team of participants to support this popular event. You can participate remotely, right from your own neighborhood, on Saturday, October 2nd, as we get some great exercise while we raise awareness and funds for the AIDS Foundation of Chicago and more than 30 community partners who support Chicagoans living with HIV. For 35 years, the AIDS Family Foundation. For 35 years, the AIDS Foundation of Chicago has helped people affected by HIV and AIDS to ensure that they have access to the best healthcare possible. They also assist with housing, food, and other basic necessities, and educate the public about the impact of HIV/AIDS in Illinois. 90% of what we raise as a team comes directly back to helping Catholic Charities HIV clients. Join the fund in support of Catholic Charities and the HIV community. Call 847-782-4265 today. That's 847-782-4265. Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Services help veterans find and maintain employment through job readiness training, resume writing assistance, mock interviews, and job placement counseling. We work with a wide array of employers and community partners to help veterans reach their career goals. We owe a debt of gratitude to all of our veterans for the sacrifices they made to serve our nation. It is our privilege now to assist them. To learn more about Catholic Charities Veterans Employment Program in Cook County, call 773-808-2954. In Lake County, call 847-782-4219. 
You can also learn more at catholiccharities.net. To all United States veterans, thank you for your service. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and it's my great pleasure today to be here with Michael J. Waters, who is the director of Catholic Charities West Regional Office. Mike, before the break, we were talking about the many ways that your office has been helping people who are experiencing food insecurity. Can you please share with us some of the other care coordination that uh, you supervise to help people with a variety of other needs? Sure. Um, So we have a care coordination program, which is a, a wonderful program. As you might imagine, trying to navigate the web of social service uh, that's available can be overwhelming. It's it's complex. It can be confusing. So uh, we have a caseworker who helps clients on that journey. Um, our care coordination caseworkers can help connect people with health care, financial assistance, food stamps, counseling, legal assistance, whatever it is that they need um, in their in their current situation. It's kind of like having a, a companion with you on a difficult journey, and uh, it's it's a wonderful program. You also mentioned earlier in the show about um, immigration and naturalization services. Can you explain what some of those might entail? Sure. Um, our immigration program provides uh, quality, low-cost uh, legal and immigration services for things like citizen applications, Oh, and a replacement or renewal of uh, legal permanent resident cards. Uh, we also provide outreach to educate residents and communities on their rights and uh, the benefits to which they're entitled. Um, it's one of the most requested programs in our Cicero office uh, because of the large uh, Latinx population in that community. Well, and, and oftentimes uh, the, the clients don't even know how to begin, right? The, the U.S. immigration uh, policies are quite complex, and, and, each, and they're individualized for each person's circumstances, you know, on a national level, right? We know that it's still a problem. And so uh, it's so great that your office is able to uh, help them walk that journey and, and get in touch with the right folks to help them begin the process of becoming a citizen or, becoming, or at least getting a green card. Am I right? Yes, yes. It's, as you said, it's it's a very complicated, overwhelming process, and it can be daunting for people. Also, unfortunately, there are a number of unscrupulous attorneys out there who will, who will prey on people who need immigration services. And so uh, our immigration caseworkers uh, can provide a, a dependable, trustworthy uh, source of that sort of support. Uh, Mike, on a happier note, you've mentioned that your West Regional Advisory Board has been a huge sense of support uh, for all your programs and services. Um, and then you mentioned in, in particular uh, one time last Christmas when they were there for the uh, low-income families of St. Mary of Sal. Can you explain a little bit of what the advisory board, the clever way they came up with to help those families celebrate Christmas during a very bleak Christmas for many people? Sure. Um, so our, our regional advisory board is a group of people who support Catholic charities through service and ambassadorship and fundraising. Uh, they're a wonderful group of, of folks who do so much for us. Um, St. Mary of Cell at St. Mary of Cell in Berwyn, uh, we have an early childhood center. It also provides before and after school care for uh, school children, primarily low-income families, uh, families who may struggle to 
provide a, a good Christmas for their children because they're focused on putting food on the table and making sure they get the rent paid. So the um, our regional advisory board puts on a Christmas party every year for the kids in that program. Uh, they buy they buy gifts for the children, uh, several gifts for each child. Uh, we actually we have a, a party with activities and games and and songs and one of our board members dresses as Santa Claus and comes and gives out gifts to the uh, to the children. Uh, the kids love it uh, and the parents are grateful for the support and it's just one example of what our, our regional boards do to support our mission. Well, in 18 months now into all of us dealing with living with the pandemic and different, you know, degrees of, of uh, urgency and seriousness, um, are there are there key aspects to how you supervise your programs and services, Mike, that you think have been fundamental to your ability to keep providing services to clients throughout this very long time? Yeah, so we, um, as I mentioned with the food pantry, we saw a, a significant demand for a lot of our services after the pandemic started financial assistance, you know, help with rent and utilities, uh, food, clothing, um, counseling. A lot of people have suffered uh, emotional and psychological impact from the pandemic. And so we've seen an increase in requests for counseling services. So we knew that it was imperative that we continue to provide those services uh, in a way that was safe, as safe as possible for our clients and our staff and our volunteers. Um, with our food pantries, I mean, literally overnight, as soon as the pandemic hit, uh, we remade our procedures so that clients got pre-packed bags rather, rather than coming into shop. Uh, with our clothing room, uh, we could no longer let clients into the building, but we figured out ways to get them the clothing that they needed. This past winter, for example, we gave away more than a thousand winter coats to our clients um, through uh, distribution through our food pantry. Um, our counseling programs and casework programs have been seeing clients remotely as much as possible, but making sure we take a lot of extra precautions uh, when we meet with them in person. And so uh, through those ways, we've been able to uh, make sure our clients' needs are met uh, in a way that's as safe as possible. And uh, I'm just incredibly proud of what our staff has done, um, the courage and, and dedication that they've shown uh, during this pandemic. It sounds like you've done a phenomenal job of pivoting in many different ways to make sure client needs, whatever those needs are, continue to be met. Uh, we're going to take another break here on The Voice of Charity, and when we return, we're going to continue our conversation with Mike Waters, Regional Director of Catholic Charities West Regional Office. Many people have reached out to Catholic Charities to ask what we are doing to help our Afghan brothers and sisters. They also ask how they can join us in our work. Current estimates suggest that 50,000 refugees are headed to our shores in the coming weeks. Based on a decade of experience in refugee resettlement, we predict that it will cost $50,000 to resettle a family of four for six months. This includes housing, food, clothing, and other urgent needs as they establish new lives in Chicago. As Jesus tells us, whatsoever you do for the least of my people, that you do unto me. Please assist us 
as we welcome the first 10 families. Visit catholiccharities.net to donate to our special Refugee Resettlement Appeal or call 312-948-6087. Are you looking for quality, affordable childcare at this back-to-school time of year? Look no further than Catholic Charities Child Development Centers. We have two locations conveniently located in Berwyn and Summit, offering before and after school care, as well as full day child care. Each center offers a safe, welcoming environment where children receive a nutritious breakfast, lunch, and snack while participating in a creative, age-appropriate curriculum that is challenging and fun. Preschoolers enjoy art, music, literature, and computer activities, while our school-age program includes homework help, art, sports, music, field trips, and more. Catholic Charity staff members are highly qualified, caring people who want the very best for every child. Our child care centers are especially popular with working parents. Enroll your child today. To learn more, visit catholiccharities.net slash child development or call 312-636-5398. That's 312-636-5398. Welcome back to The Voice of Charity. I'm Katie Breedeman, and I'm delighted to be speaking today with Mike Waters, who is Catholic Charities West Regional Office Director. Um, Mike, can you please share a few stories with us about people whose lives have improved by working with you and your staff? Sure, I'd be happy to do that. Um, I think the most compelling stories that we're able to offer of, of clients to sex stories are, are the people for whom we've not only met an immediate need for uh, housing or or food or, or or clothing, but also have helped get them back on the path to to self sufficiency. Um, I recall one client. She came to us. She was uh, a Navy veteran. Um, uh, her mother passed away. She found herself caring for her developmentally disabled brother, and then a month later, she uh, suffered a pretty severe injury that prevented her from working. Because she didn't have any paid time off benefits at her job, she lost her job and wound up uh, losing her apartment and, and becoming homeless. Uh, she called the Veterans Administration, which referred her to our Supportive Services for Veterans Families program. And her caseworker in that program helped her find a place to live. Uh, the program provided her with food and financial assistance and financial counseling, uh, household budgeting, um, and allowed her to get her life back on track. And uh, as a result, she's now doing very well and, and backstanding uh, on her own. Um, another story of a, of a young mother, she had two boys ages five and seven, who um, was able to find the strength to leave an abusive relationship, which uh, is a testament to her courage and, and independence. Uh, she was referred to our New Hope Apartments program, which also helped provide her with housing but also with the support and encouragement she needed to start a new life. Uh, she now has a restaurant job and is in college working on her bachelor's degree. Uh, and her dream is to own her own restaurant. And uh, her goal of sending her, her children to college is, is now attainable. So and those are the kinds of things that we're, we're most proud of. Those are wonderful stories, like you said, of not only fulfilling an immediate need, but helping people regain their composure and their uh, thoughts about the future. And like you said, uh, still knowing that they can have dreams to be fulfilled. That's really wonderful what you and your team do, Mike. 
Um, may I ask how long you've, you. you've worked for Catholic Charities and, and what you like best about being a regional director? I've been with Catholic Charities about seven and a half years, uh, about a year and a half in my current role in Cicero. Before that, I was in our displays office. Um, I think what I like best about the job is uh, being reminded every day how much good there is in the world. You know, whether it's our clients who uh, maintain such amazing grace and dignity in the face of hardship, um, our, our dedicated staff are uh, compassionate and hardworking. Our volunteers who give of themselves uh, freely every day their time uh, to help support our mission um, and our, our financial uh, supporters, our donors who make it possible to do what we do. Uh, every day in so many ways I, I come into contact with good people and uh, it's, it's very fulfilling and very life reaffirming. If anyone in our audience, Mike, would like to volunteer in the West Regional Office, can you share what some of those opportunities might be and how they could reach out and contact you or someone on your team? Sure. Uh, we use volunteers in our food pantry, uh, working with clients, helping get them the food we they need in our clothing room. Uh, we have an after-school tutoring program that we're resuming this fall. Um, we also use uh, volunteers for uh, administrative support. Um, you know, we operate with a fairly uh, lean staff to make sure that we uh, plow as much money as possible back into programs. So there are a number of ways for people to volunteer, uh, depending on their interests and their backgrounds. Uh, and if they're interested in uh, volunteering in our office in Cicero, they can call us at 708-222-1491, and we will connect you with our volunteer coordinator. I know you have truly an amazing staff that's incredibly dedicated to your mission. And I just wanted to say thank you so much for being on the show today to share some of those stories and tell us about your team and tell us about all the great things happening in the West Regional Office. You clearly are doing a lot of productive, dynamic things to uh, make sure that the mission of, of Catholic Charity is fulfilled in the West Region. It's really inspiring, Mike. Well, thank you, Katie. And uh, one final shout out to the parish and community supporters and uh, volunteers who make it possible because we could not do it without them. And clearly, uh, hopefully they'll watch the show today or watch the replay on YouTube and, uh, and uh, learn more about how important their work is and want to contribute more. That's what it's all about, isn't it? So much of volunteerism is, is coming in there and, and doing it because you, you know, see the, that the mission is so terrific, but then you actually you know, get more out of it than you give, right? Isn't that what it's all about? Absolutely. And then you want to come back and do some more, right? Absolutely. I think our volunteers will attest to the fact that it's uh, it's just a wonderful, uh, fulfilling uh, experience for them, as well as uh, being such an important source of, of help for us. Well, clearly your leadership means an awful lot too, Mike, in the West Regional Office for all the good that's happening there. So congratulations on all the ways you've made it through the pandemic. And again, thank you so much for being on the show today to share uh, all about the great things happening in the West Region. Well, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me, Katie. My pleasure as well. I also just wanted to take a second to give a shout out to the multimedia content team here at the Archdiocese of Chicago that makes the Voice of Charity happen every week. We always look forward for an opportunity to say thank you to Vince Girasoli, Mike May, Brian Brock, and Javier Garcia, who put this pro show together every week. And we never want to take it for granted that, that uh, we're so grateful for their partnership in helping fulfill the mission of Catholic Charities. Uh, we look forward to seeing everyone again back week next week for another edition of The Voice of Charity. For now, this is Katie Bruderman, and on behalf of everyone at Catholic Charities, we wish you a great week ahead.
Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.